Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax. Look to the Lord, focus on Him gently, rather than your cares of the day, what's going on, your consequences of your circumstances of your day. Instead, just let Him draw you. Remember, He's in you to draw you. It's not an outward drawing, it's an inward drawing. He's making Himself known to you inwardly. Lord, we just give you permission to do whatever you want to do. You know what we need on a day-to-day basis, on a moment-by-moment basis, exactly what we need to be prepared for what you have for us tomorrow. We trust, Lord, that you're not out to trick us, or make us fail, but succeed in our purpose in you, which is to become one in ourselves and in you. That we accept that the circumstances you have us in right now are for our good. They may not be pleasant. They may not be something we would ask for. They may be things we need to overcome. But we thank you for whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. Lord, we we trust that you love us. That you have given yourself for us and are giving yourself to us. And we thank you ahead of time for everything you're doing in our lives. We've been talking about delving into the supernatural realm and becoming familiar with what's going on in the supernatural realm. One of the things that's going to happen as we do that is things in this in the natural realm are start to are going to start to change. How you perceive what's going on in your day-to-day life is going to be touched and affected as you move into the supernatural realm. That's fine. That's part of the whole process. Because remember, you're not a natural being. You're not even a supernatural being. You are a spirit being. So the supernatural and the natural are environments you, as a spirit, live in. They they don't define you. They don't limit you. There are places you visit, places you have power and authority over. Now, one of the things that happens as we learn these new things, whether it's new things about the spirit realm or the supernatural realm or the natural realm, new things about God, about ourselves, 
about others, about how things work. We learn things about the questions we have. It's important to take the time to get those questions answered or at least addressed. We've talked before about fear, how fear is a very common response to stepping into something new. We don't want to leave that fear hanging over our heads as we move forward. In other words, don't ignore things. There's going to be times when God says, just push through it. It's already taken care of. But a lot of times, the circumstances he puts us in is to reveal things to us that he wants to talk to us about. He reveals wounds we have so he can heal them. He reveals lies we believe so he can speak truth to us. And when he speaks truth, everything changes. It's not just about changing our mind. It's about changing our life. Those who God sets free are free indeed. That's the freedom we want. God-given freedom. God paid for freedom. A lot of these things aren't thoroughly understood until they're experienced. And I think this is why a lot of times our soul will find a reason to not do it. Because your soul wants to maintain control. Your soul thinks thinks it knows what's best for you. But if you have any desire at all, to know God more, that's an area where your soul isn't meeting your needs. So your soul doesn't know what's best for you, at least in that area. So as you pursue and are open to what the Lord is doing in your life and revealing himself supernaturally, in, and the natural, and finally the spiritual. Questions will come up. Don't ignore them. Take as much time as you need. Write things down. Ask the Lord, Lord, is this a question you want to talk to me about? Part of our challenge, one of the things we are learning from this experience, is how to talk to him. We get caught up in having to use religious language in wanting to impress him or impress ourselves that this is okay, this is how a quote-unquote mature Christian talks to God. When you are his lamb, you are his beloved, he doesn't care how you phrase it. He just wants to hear from you. 
he already knows what's on your mind, what's on your heart. He already knows your regrets, your failures, your your wishes, your dreams. He already knows all of that. So there's no use hiding it or, or trying to or hiding behind it. But as we accept that he loves us as part of that, your, your, the lies you believe, your wounds, the guilt, the fear, whatever you have, that is part of your package. Spirit, soul, and body, that's part of who God made you to be right now. He does not hold it against you. The mistakes you've made, we've all made them. The mistakes you've made, he doesn't hold them against you. Are there consequences to mistakes? Absolutely. He doesn't hold them against us. Because you are more important to him than your mistakes. Your confidence is going to come from experiencing his love for you. So as we learn anything, the most important part of the process is that we take note of our response. Are we afraid? Is this something we are excited about? Is this something that we're looking forward to? Is this something we disagree with? Is this something that we don't want to have anything to do with? These are all areas that we simply just take to the Lord. Lord, what's going on here? Now, there's going to be times when the Lord's just going to say, this is not for you right now. And you just, fine, Lord, you test it. Lord, is that you? And then you move on to the next thing. Lord, is there is what is it that you want me to be spending time thinking of, dwelling on, pursuing on? He is setting your time schedule. He sets your path. We walk on it. It's an individualized process. He has created a whole setup, a whole obstacle course, if you will, for you and you alone. The results becoming that you will become one spirit, soul, and body. It's not about achieving something in this world. It's about being in this world so God can achieve his purpose in you. So there's no rush on any of this. There's no, we don't need to hurry or try to achieve something, achieve a level or a purpose or a goal. But we experience 
the supernatural as part of our training and everyday life. And we become more and more familiar and responsive to the witness of our spirit to God's spirit. We become familiar by experience. And as that happens, again, the Lord reveals wounds that he wants to heal, beliefs he wants to change, choices we're making that he puts his finger on. And we respond. That is so much more important than any effect we might have on our society, on community, on our family, on anything. You are more important than any of that. God doesn't need your help. Let me repeat that. You know, how often do we pray because God needs our prayers? That if we don't intercede about something, God can't or won't move or act. But God doesn't need our help. God doesn't need our input. Does that mean we don't help him? That we don't aren't engaged and involved and yoked with him? Absolutely not. But it's not for his benefit. It's for ours. How do we learn how God does things? By doing things with God. How do we learn how God heals? By being with God when he heals. How do we know how God sets people free? How he does miracles? How he changes people's hearts? How he restores a family? Is if we are with him when he does these things. We learn by doing and being with him. Not by trying to do it and then hoping he blesses it. He does things, his ways are not our ways. And part of our biggest challenge is to enter into that rest where we are not working out of our own energy, our own strength, our own desires, our own decisions. This is this is how to do things. We have a tendency to do to say, okay, this is what God looks like in this situation. And God says, No, this is the way. Walk in it. Now sometimes they look the same. But as we keep our eyes on him and our emotions and our thought processes, which is a learning process, this is all we're learning about how to do this. This is not something that you're going to gain just by getting older or by attending church 
or by reading the Bible through in a year or singing the right songs or getting an anointed blessing or a prophetic word. This is a process because it's learning, it's being conformed to the image of Christ. There's no magic wand. God values you too much. Because he wants the changes he makes in you to stick. He wants your soul to be conformed to your spirit, not just mimicking it, not just a copycat, but truly reunited. So we are learning about the supernatural daily. And we start responding and noticing the Lord drawing our attention to things that are maybe in the natural or maybe in the supernatural, maybe even in the spiritual. And just as important as it is as we learn to hear his voice and learn how to test it, it's important to recognize him getting our attention during the day or in the night. The little tap on the shoulder, the little something's going on in the peripheral vision, a smell, a fragrance, something, you know, a buzzing in the ear, a variety of different things. Just a presence, I feel a presence here type of thing. Or somebody's name coming to you or, or their face or a memory or a thought. So many different ways God can draw our attention to him. And we don't give our attention to what's drawing our attention. We give our attention to God. What is that when a breeze that comes from nowhere, maybe a fragrance, Lord, is that you? And then, depending on your situation, you may go, okay, I'm going to go back to my desk and just sit and see, if, Lord, if you have something to say to me. Or even pull over if you're driving. Or however, we've talked about putting a tent over that presence until you can get to a place where you can give him more attention. These are so pleasing to God that once you start responding to the taps on your shoulder, he will do it more often. And he will do it in a wider variety of ways because he loves sharing himself. Remember, that's his nature. His nature is to love, is loving. His nature is love. And he shows that nature by giving. And it delights him when we receive. When we receive direction, guidance, encouragement, love, joy, peace, rest. When we receive from him whatever it is he wants to give. It delights him. Not how hard we work or how big of a church we build or how many songs we write or 
how beautiful our voice is when we sing to him. No, it's, are we responding to him? On his terms, according to what he is revealing to us? Or are we trying to control him? Are we hiding behind him to keep from getting into those situations? To keep from making a mistake? Oh, a Christian would never do that. A Christian would never be involved in that. This is why we always come back to Lord what's going on here. Do we trust him? Probably not. We all have ways we don't trust him. There are, and there are ways that he wants to gain our trust, earn our trust. And how does he do that? By proving He's trustworthy by showing up when we need him. We have to be willing to put ourselves in that position as he chooses, as he arranges, to need him, to not be able to do it ourselves. There's that phrase out there that God will never put us in a situation we can't handle. Well, that's, that's not true. That's not even scriptural. God puts us in situations that we can't handle all the time. It's temptation that he always makes an out for. He never puts us into a place of temptation that we can't get out of, run from. But as far as having to be able to handle it, he puts us in places where we come to the end of our strength all the time, the end of our own faith, our own belief, all the time. And we want to, whatever our experience is, we want to accept that the process is what's important, not arriving, not being able to check this off your checklist and now you can go on to the next thing. But as we approach the supernatural realm, whatever comes up, take the time to deal with it and enjoy that process because that's what's important, not becoming familiar with the supernatural. The supernatural realm is not going anywhere. The natural realm is not going anywhere. It will be there. Your relationship with God, your healing, your confidence in him, your ability to hear him and trust him, and your becoming one, spirit, soul, and body, those are all far more important than any other aspect of your walk with him. He knows what you need far better than you do. He knows what your tomorrow holds because he's created So we experience the supernatural, we become more familiar with the supernatural and responsive to the witness of our spirit, 
to his spirit. We start being able to recognize his teaching voice, his director's voice, by experience. We gain confidence by experience. Not by reading about it or somebody else directing us. It's through experience. And so he puts us in places, into situations where we need that, where we have that experience and need to hear his voice. And because we are already one with him spiritually, as a spirit being, one with his spirit, we are growing in confidence in that still small voice. And what happens very often is that still small voice may even sound like it's getting clearer or bigger when it hasn't changed. But all the background noise, we learn to discount it. It's like parents with children go to the beach and there's kids running all over. How easy is it for a parent to find their child? They know what their child is wearing, how they, their laughter, what they're doing, who they're with, even amongst all the other people. They know how to keep track of what is theirs. And that's our relationship with God. We, know, we are learning how to keep track of our God. And he does the same for us. He is keeping track of us. So it doesn't matter how confusing something may be. Over time, clarity comes with that confidence that we're hearing his voice and and receiving his direction. We test what we hear. We test what we are experiencing against the nature and character of Christ. Does this line up with a loving God? Lord, is this you? Is this kind? Is this loving? Is this joyful? Lord, is this you? We talk to him about these things, and he shows us this is why. There's going to be times when He just says, yes, this is me, but he doesn't give you any further information because he may not want you to move or go forward or change based on information, but based on simply that this is his desire for you. We are encouraged by his call to greater dependence on him rather than more work or higher standards or greater knowledge in our self or our soul. We enter into a greater rest. And the strength of stillness, that confidence, where chaos can reign around you and there's that clarity. You hear his voice and you wait for his direction. And then when he gives you direction, you move in confidence 
and love and joy. Even as he works in and through us, whether we are aware of it or not. More and more, he draws our focus toward himself. With a witness of his life and truth bearing fruit in our life, again, whether we realize it or not. We don't need to know how others perceive us, whether they are seeing God in us, in order for that to be happening. If we need that encouragement, God will give us that encouragement by getting, giving us that feedback that we, that we need. But it's not dependent on that. If you are receiving life from God, you will be bearing fruit. You don't need to. It's not your own effort, your own strength. It is your very nature, your spirit nature. So we learn to walk with him on his path, step by step, quietly, gently. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not noisy or, or enthusiastic or running fast, trying to, you know, leap over a mountain. But it's the process. It's the confidence that it's not by our strength, but, but by his love because we have a growing understanding of his ways. We have experienced his love for us personally. This is true communion, true fellowship, his life. And we can enjoy it and take advantage of every single circumstance in our life to be more and more one with him as he makes it so. So we'll stop it here for today. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Until we get together again next week, thanks for tuning in. Have a good night.